Hey, I didn't forget about you. You're a person that needs to be in a place where you are working close with someone else, a mentor, a friend, someone that could take you to the deeper and more intricate parts about being a sales engineer, but you don't know where to go. Learnful is a program that allows you to work with people that are high ranking sales engineers, solution architects, solutions advisors, and they're able to not only mentor you, but teach you the ways to become a sales engineer that can be impactful for you. If you think that Learnful is for you, go ahead and click on the link below for more information. You can use my promo code Joseph150 to be able to save. Go ahead and click the link below. And now back to our show. We are live and in living color, y'all. Welcome to another edition of Tech Niche Tips. I am your host, Joseph M. Smith. And like always, like I always say, I have another one for you. But before we get into it, go ahead. If you have not, if you're new to the channel, go ahead and like, comment, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. And I see we got already somebody here, Grape Sodar, in the building. Thank you so much for stopping by. Definitely appreciate you. And happy for all the things that are happening in your life. I know you and I talk off, offline about it, so that's exciting. Good morning, Mitch. So glad to have you in the building. We are going to have a really good conversation today. Mitch is always representing, always standing up, so we appreciate it. So what I want to say is if you are on YouTube, go ahead and like, comment, and if you have not already subscribed, I'm going to have some exclusive things that are going to be coming out very soon. In fact, I'm going to be starting a members-only community on YouTube very soon. And this members-only community will not only have exclusive uh interviews and conversations that they are part of, but they're going to be also getting insight from myself as well, me kind of sharing some personal things. So it's going to get, it's going to be really good when we get to that point. Uh, so you definitely want to lock in. If you're not subscribed to YouTube, I don't want you to miss out on that. So go ahead to the YouTube side and subscribe. But before we dive deeper and before I introduce my guests, as you can see in the screen right here, I'm going to go back to the comment section because I got Darcel in the building. Good morning, fam. Like, comment, and share. That's right. And Tech Coach Ralph is in the building, senior QA analyst himself, the man in charge. What up? What up? What up? Good to see you, bro. Y'all locking with Tech Coach Ralph. If you have not have you have not done that already, he has a lot of great content, especially if you want to get into the technical side of things. So that is going to be great. And yes, we are celebrating with you, Grape Sodar. Mitch is like, let's go. This is going to be a lots and lots of fun. And so without further ado, I have somebody here, Rich Novated, <laughs> who is in the building. Hello, I want to just bro. say, what up? What up? How you doing? How you feeling? Are you feeling good? Man, I'm feeling good, bro. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling blessed right now, man. Um, yeah. You know, just great, great energy around me. Great things are going. I'm really excited to plug in on your, on your, uh, with your community, man, and, and really just share, share the journey. So I appreciate the opportunity. And, I'm, and I appreciate it as well. So if you are enjoying this conversation, anybody, listeners, if you're enjoying this conversation, I encourage you to share this with others. We want to get the word out about these awesome conversations. Last week, we were talking to Chanel Rose about GovTech. Before that, we're talking to Tech Job Tina about all that she's doing and how she was promoted to AE in nine months. So there's so much that we could definitely dive into, but we want to share the wealth with others, right? So go ahead and share this conversation, but I'm not going to steal his thunder. I want Rich Novated to go ahead and specifically share about what he's doing right now. And then we're going to dive further in your story. So brother, go ahead and share a bit more about your story, where you are in, in regards to what you're doing right now. And then we'll go ahead and dive in. 
Well, I appreciate the opportunity, bro. So uh, again, my name is Rich Nevaded. So, you know, Rich Nevaded is just my, you know, my name Rich with the word innovated all into one. So I look at myself, you know, really as a as a forward thinker, right? So someone mm. being able to, to think, take my thoughts and think in a forward mindset of where I can now create better, you know, for, for humanity, for everything. So thinking in that creative mode. Um, so I am originally from, from North Philly, to be exact. I'm currently in North Carolina right now. Um, and I'm the founder of STEM Plug, as you can kind of see in the background. So STEM Plug, um, you know, STEM Plug is an organization where we plug in um, everything about STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math, through engaging ways through, you know, my podcast, the STEM Plug podcast, as well as different books that I've written. So, you know, I'm the author of a children's book called Diverse in STEM that we'll kind of dive into a little bit more. And I'm the author of a book called Engineer Your Way um, that just came out in September. Um, so, you know, I'm all about really, you know, taking my experience, my experiences in science and in engineering. Um, so I have about 10 years of experience in science and engineering as a scientist and as an engineer. Um, but very technical, right? But I really look at myself as a communicator. Um, so really taking my experience and now how can I communicate that in a fun and engaging way? Because me, you know, kind of growing up, like, you know, I wasn't interested in the, in the sciences and stuff like that. And we can dive into a little bit more. I didn't really yeah. get interested to like, I was in like 12th grade. And so I'm all about making stuff now really engaging for the youth and just making it fun. So really the plug, the plug is STEM. That's why I call myself. And um, really just looking into to, to plugging into the world and, and just make everything fun and engaging. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And I have to also give you a shout out because you have a podcast as well. If y'all are not locked in with him, he has a STEM plug podcast. And you can see the episodes here where he has guests that he has interviewed as well as we have Bobby, a friend of the show who is here as well. Bobby, the builder, tech recruiter. You also got Larry Long Jr., another friend of the show. So definitely lock in with him on this channel. We love to share what people are doing and get the word out. And so we love to see that another podcaster is here and he has a wealth of information and knowledge to share with the audience. So go ahead and lock, lock in with him. But you said it, you came from North Philly with, uh, I'll say West Philadelphia born and raised, but that's not true. You were North Philly born and raised and you moved to North Carolina. Let me ask you between North Philly and North Carolina, where did that love for STEM originate from? Man. So the, the love for STEM really, um, you know, I, I would say it, the love, I, I can tell you where it began at, right? And then the love kind of came about. Um, so the, the STEM part really didn't come until my 12th grade year in high school. Like I said, I I wasn't I wasn't one mm. of these kids that was like interested in stuff when I was like seven, eight years old. Like, nah, that was not me. So literally like my 12th grade year, I had to do a, um, I had to do a senior project and I did my senior project on a kidney disease. Um, and my aunt, she had kidney disease like my entire life growing up and she passed away before I got to high school. So, Sorry you know, to hear me, that. yeah. So, uh, you know, me, um, in my senior year, I did that project, my project on kidney disease. Cause I wanted to understand like what she went through and kind of like just reconnect with her. So me doing that project, you know, it kind of got me interested in science in the sciences. So when I got to college, like, I didn't know what I wanted to study. I remember talking to my mom one day and she was like, oh, why don't you study biology? Like you like to doing that project on kidney disease. So literally me doing that project kind of got me that interest. And then once I got to college, I studied biology and then I really just became a lifetime learner. 
Um, so I'm just a really, a, that's why I look at myself as a lifetime learner. I just love, you know, learning about science, learning about like different things around STEM and things kind of just kind of all came about from there. No, yeah, and 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 I, I first of all, again, like I say, sorry for your loss. My condolences, because even though it's been years ago, we those loved ones that we have, they're still with us. You know what I mean? Like in, in our memories and our thoughts. We see yeah. a picture reminds us. So I just wanted to acknowledge that. But you know what? Science, technology, engineering, mathematics. I mean, these are subjects that we really need to see more people engage in. And so I'm so glad that you are championing this. So let's say you you decided to go ahead and moved from North Philly and you went to St. Augustine's for biology, like you just mentioned. Uh, yeah. How was that for you? What, what, why biology? I'm just curious. Uh, so yeah, I, like I said, kind of directly from the, um, from the project that I did, literally that's, that's how it started. Like I yeah. started from like, I did that project on kidney disease and I started like, like really when I did that project, I really started to gain the interest of just like, um, really understanding different things about science. So mm -hmm. as I did my project in, in high school, that senior project, I started to understand like how the like human body functions and just the different biology about it and things like that. Um, so when I got to college, I wanted to kind of dive deeper into it. It was just an interest. Yeah. We just wanted to learn more. Like it's like once that that side of your brain opens on something, now you want to just like dive into it more. So that's kind of where I got. Like I was I was there. I had that introduction of doing that project on kidney disease. Now I'm like, all right, maybe I could just start to learn more about this. So that's when I studied biology. I started decided to study biology and then kind of just went, went from there. Yeah. And the reason why I asked that is because you went from biology to engineering. And yeah. so I was curious about that transition. How did yeah. that more or less form or morph into engineering? Yeah, nah, really, bro. Um, it, it, it's, it's a journey, right? And this is why I even go into my name of Rich Nevada being a forward thinker. So like when I, I uh, graduated college back in 2015, you know, I was I was a scientist for about four years. I did some um, neuroscience research um, with the government. Then I, you know, went went to different, uh, you know, diagnostic labs. So one of the diagnostic labs that I was at, um, you know, it introduced me to, to, to automation robotics. So I was working I was doing like different experiments and stuff on the automation robotics and stuff like that. And uh, one day I just had a moment where I was just like, yo, like, I'm really getting tired of this the science side of this. Like, I can only imagine, like, the the engineering side, how that can be maybe, right? So I had that forward mm. thinking mindset. I started even thinking, like, five years from now, I'm like, I can only imagine where this automation and robotics will go, like, in the next five years from now. So I started to take that initiative. Like, when the vendor would come in to, like, do different preservative maintenance on equipment, I'm shadowing, I'm learning, I'm learning different stuff. So I became that key person. Whenever he would come in and have to do some work, you know, you know that you know the lock in with Rich. He locking in with Rich. We're going, we're going to get it. And then like, so after that, you know, I got an opportunity um at another company that was like, you know, wanted somebody that had some uh introduction experience, you know, with you know, different automation robotics equipment. And they gave me an opportunity. And then it was full blown after that. I went straight into an automation engineering role. So automation engineering is very interesting because like, you know, it, it, it's a, uh, my, my science foundation is very important. And then it also implements the, the engineering part of it as well. Just like developing the different robotics and everything like that. So it really, everything kind of came all intertwined. So, yeah. Yeah. You, you literally are STM. You had science, you had science in there, yes. you yeah. the technology, 
engineering yeah. and mathematics are so aligned, you yeah. know. And so, um, y'all, y'all gonna have some questions. I know Tech Coach Ralph is like, he already put it up here. He said automation, eyes wide open, uh, because he's yeah. that's his world. Like he like let's let's talk about that. So so when you became an automation engineer, what were the key things that you learned about that? Because some people here are like, they might be interested in getting to that field as well. What are the prerequisites for somebody who wants to become an automation engineer? Yeah. So, so bro, like one of the things I, that I always talk about, man, and, and I, I'm actually, um, I'm about to little plug. I'm actually about to do a, a TED talk in Charlotte next weekend, really about around this topic. All it's right. Just, all right. Flex, flex. Talking about transferable skills, man. So like, you know, as a, as an automation engineer, I would say one of the key things is just really being a critical thinker and a problem solver. Right. Because, you know, I might be in the lab and I might, um, you know, a scientist might come to me with a, a specific problem that might happen with it, with a, one of the robotics or whatever. And I have to be able to critically think and problem solve of like, is there something maybe wrong with like within the, the, the experiment that's being running? Is it a was it a um, was it a user mistake or is it something within the, the engineering of maybe something needs to be uh, maybe something needs to be taught differently with one of the robotic arms or something just giving an example so really yeah. just being having that understanding of really knowing how to problem solve and really critically a critical thinker i would say those are some of the you know some of the big uh transferable skills i'm a, i'm a mindset person man like i'm not yeah. even though you hear all this scientist engineer i don't consider myself a, a technical person by any means like even though it's technical rules i'm, I'm more of a mindset person I've used my, you know, my mindset and my and my, mm. my training and just my experience. And now I really get in those rooms and now I, you know, I'm able to do the technical work too. So. Ooh, let's pause right there. Let's dive deeper into that. You said mindset. When you say sure. mindset, what does mindset mean to Rich Novated? Because yeah. some people might be like, hey, this might be, this might be right, the, right now the golden nugget for a lot of people because mindset, yeah. if you don't have the right mindset, and you're and you and you can't push past that barrier, then there are a lot of things that are gonna seem like I can't do this because of X, Y, and Z. Let's break that down for everybody. What do you mean by mindset? Yes, no, for sure. So, first of all, with mindset, like number one, I would say just embrace yourself, right? Embrace everything that you've been through in life. Like, even for me, you know, I, I see, you know, I'm the, the founder of STEM plug now, different background in engineering, science. I embraced me being from North Philly all the time. From North Philly, I graduated high school with a 1.8 GPA, but none of that stuff defines me to where I'm at today. It all was mm. just, you know, a, a different paths along my journey. So really just embracing everything that you've been in life, been through in life, and knowing that you do belong where you're at, right? And I always like to say, like, you know, a lot of people like to say within tech and different things, uh, the line of, um, we 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 at the table now. We at different stuff like that. I'm like, nah, we are the table. You feel Ooh, me? Like, say that one more time. We, we, we are the table. Wow. We're not just at the table. We are the table. So when you go in there with that understanding and that mindset, I mean, sky's the limit. <laughs> so that's that's kind of how I look at it, bro. Listen, we are the table. If y'all agree with that, I wanted y'all to put table in the comment section now. Say we are the table. We are the and table. If, you, if you want to get sophisticated with it, find a table emoji, put it there as well. But <laughs> but, but you know what? Because the mindset has to shift. You know, it, it it's not like a Oliver Twist. Please, sir, may I have some more? But understanding, like, no, 
there is a reason why we're here. We have something to contribute. I think that's a beautiful mindset, you know, to have. And let's even dive a little bit deeper because this is something that I think a lot of people may need to really kind of sim simmer on, if we're going to say it like that. <laughs> mindset, right? Yeah. So they're like, that sounds beautiful, but how do I obtain a mindset like that? Is there a book that I read? Is there a podcast I listen to? Is there, wh where should I go to be able to develop a mindset like the one that Rich Innovated has? Hey, bro. So that's a perfect plug. I appreciate it. So definitely my my, my latest book, Engineer Your Way, uh, that just came out in September. Um, that is a, you know, I would say a perfect book around mindset, right? Because um, I'm all about different, different me uh, messages, right? So as you see, Engineer Your Way, um, you may think this book is just about engineering because I told you that my background is in engineering, but this book is really about going into that mindset, right? Of how the mindset of Rich Innovated, right? So really, I don't know if you can see the table of contents, but just to give you a kind of little background, engineer is a, a acronym and it goes into embracing, like I said, embracing everything that you've been through in life, right? Now, once you embrace everything you've been through in life, how do you navigate those different um, those different avenues? And then even going into gratitude, like I said, one, I'm a, I'm a man of principles. I live my my life just based off of different principles, and gratitude is one of the you know biggest principles I live upon. Like like I said, I appreciate you for having me on your show, and it's like when you have that gratitude mindset for not only the good things that happens in your life, but the journey as well. Man, you'll be surprised at different things that you're like, you're blessed mm. about. And mm. then even going into innovation, right? So innovation, I look at innovation of just having a really forward thinking mindset, right? So as I said, when I made that switch from, uh, you know, being a scientist to an engineer, I made the switch back in 2018. But I was thinking 10 years from now in 2018, I'm like, where is this automation and robotics going to go to in like the next 10 years from now? So now really having that forward thinking mindset and then kind of even after that, like, how are you really nurturing yourself as well? Right. So have, how are you really taking care of yourself? I know as an entrepreneur, there's many entrepreneurs, different people in technical fields. We always think that, oh, if I'm if I'm if I'm sleeping, I'm not doing something right or it's gotta be, I got to be go, go, go. But now, nah, like you got to take care of yourself, nurture yourself and really going into those areas. Um, and also two big other things I just want to drop within the book that kind of goes into the acronym or, you know, um, emotional intelligence and really empathy, empathy for others as well. Right. So how are you kind of moving in rooms? You know, I know, you know, especially as a as a as a black man in America, you got to have your emotional intelligence down pat, man, because, it's you know, I can definitely um, attest to like there's there's different times and moments where it's like I really have to use my emotional intelligence in this situation right now. Right. So, yeah, bro. But, yeah, that engineer your way definitely can plug in on there. And, and especially the, the STEM plug podcast as well. Um, like I said, myself, I really I'm a lifetime learner. So literally on my podcast, I'm literally learning from other people um, that are doing different things in STEM. And, you know, I'm just plugging it in with the rest of the world. Right. So they might come from a technical background and they're able to share their story in an engaging way, but also just share you the mindset. So. All right. We this, this is so good. This yeah. is so good, y'all. This is so good. As you can see, the book is up here. Engineer your way. Living by design. You go ahead and 
purchase that book at shepublishingllc.com. And if you look you it up, to, if you go, uh, you go to richnovated.com too, bro. Richnovated.com. Perfect. Yeah, so yeah. you could definitely go check that out. And while you guys are afterwards checking that out, I'm going to put the link in the description as well if you're on YouTube. So after the show, I'm going to go ahead and put that link in there as well. So that way you can be able to check that out for yourself. And listen, y'all, this normally we ask like technical questions. Some of them might be form, you know, formulated towards getting a job or things of that nature. But I want you all to take advantage of the fact that Rich Novated is here. Listen, he is going to have a TED talk on this. So if you have any mindset questions that you may be thinking about that may have popped into your head, like as you talking, as he was talking, you're like, huh. And you had a pause moment and you're thinking about something that he said. Go and put that question in the chat below if you're on LinkedIn, if you're on YouTube. Sorry, Instagram. If you're on Instagram, you have to come either to YouTube or LinkedIn to ask a question so I can see it. But for everybody else, go ahead and put a question in the chat below because we're going to the Q&A section in about less than nine minutes. So we're going to do that very soon where you have your questions asked by a, a TED Talk speaker <laughs> very soon. So this is a really great opportunity for you to do that. So, yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. And I think this is a great segue to talk about the other book that you have that you mentioned earlier. Um, and can you talk about that? And I, I purchased that book when I met you. I purchased yeah. that book for my young one. Yeah. And because uh, she's very... Uh, her name is Lydia, and all my kids are very. We homeschool our kids; they're all very intuitive, uh, oh, but wow. she really has an eye for science and things of that nature. So, can you talk about that book? And um, while you do that, I'm gonna probably look for it so I can put it up on the screen as well. Yeah, not for sure. Um, yeah, so if you if you go to my website, uh, richnevada.com, it'll be it'll be on that website. Um, but uh, yeah, I, sure, I love to share about uh, so diverse in STEM, right? So just to, I, I just gotta kind of give you even the journey of how I got to diverse in STEM, right? Please. Um, you know, so like I said, background in, in, in science and engineering and, you know, it sounds great when you hear it all to say that you're a scientist or an engineer. And, you know, I've been writing for 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 years, like since I graduated college and um, just like little short stories, different things like that. And I've always been inspired by Magic School Bus. I actually still watch it to, to, this, to this day just to get different inspiration on different things. And um, but I slept on those ideas. I slept on those ideas because, you know, oh, like I said, got comfortable of just being a scientist or an engineer. It sounds good. Um, but then in 2019, almost lost my life in a car accident. And um, I really started to live my life by different principles because, like, I, I just got to the point of just like, you know, what what more, what do I want to give back to the world and not just take. Right. Um, and also just living living like like you know a lot of people go to their 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 deathbed with their dreams and ambitions right so i had the idea of the book and then diverse in stem um you know came about in 2022 so it was definitely a process of writing this book this is actually the uh deluxe version of the book it has coloring pages in it as well but um yeah this came out in, in uh 2022 and uh the vision really just came about from really a direct impact everything i do is a really a direct impact of my life right i don't look at myself as a coach none of that stuff i just share my life journey and then help and try to help others and inspire others right so the story of diverse in stem is a book of uh 10 different uh 10 different children 10 different diverse children um that all have different personalities and they're led by a teacher named miss joy and miss joy is from ghana and she helps them really um connect their different personalities 
to different areas of STEM, right? So for example, you have a character, you know, uh, another little plug, I'm, if you haven't noticed yet, I'm all about like hidden messages, right? So as you can see yeah. on a whiteboard, it says know thyself. And then all the letters that the kids are actually holding, that's the first letter of their name. So as you can see the character, for example, holding the D, right? Domingo, he likes to draw. So, but he's also quiet, right? So the teacher is now able to take his direct personality and now show him an area of STEM that he might can go into when he gets older. So going into being an architect or, you know, uh, Richie, for example, little plug, which is actually me, Richie, for example, it might take him a while to pick up on a certain concept, but that's actually helping him critically think and, and uh, enhance his creativity. So now she shows mm. like robotics. So oh, maybe you can go into robotics, right? You can be a critical thinker and go into robotics. So um, this is actually the introduction to the book series. Um, we have more books that will be, be dropping out um, at a later date where all the characters will kind of be going into the area of STEM that they kind of introduce in this book. Um, so, you know, they and in this book, you're kind of the introduction of this book. You're going to kind of see where they're uh, kind of see introducing their different personalities, their backgrounds and then the area of STEM that the teacher kind of introduces to them. And then I'm going to have a book that's going to go dive into each one of those specific areas that they're kind of plugging in uh, in this book, man. So, yeah, that's that's kind of where I got to. And, and also kind of creating the book, like I said, was a direct impact of my life as well, because, like I said, I wasn't interested in, in STEM and different stuff when I was when I was younger. Right. So but now with that being said, you know, I do a lot of mentorship with like different robotics camps and different stuff with different kids. And I see how, you know, um, a lot of kids like are, are, uh, are more advanced than what I was at a younger age. Right. Um, yeah. so specifically for my community, for the, for the, for the black community and different things like that, I'm trying to make stuff more engaging where kids can kind of get interested at a younger, younger age, because myself, like I'm a transparent person, bro. I'm not, I ain't even going to lie to you. I felt like I was playing catch up with a lot of stuff. Even when I got into STEM, like, yeah. like studying biology and different other stuff. Like I felt like I was playing catch up cause I wasn't like into it. Like all growing up compared to like maybe a kid that was into it at a, at a younger age. Right. So that's kind of how the book came as well. I'm like, man, I want to plug in kids at a, at a young age when they can just get engaged and just like how they see all these rappers and different stuff like that. Like, oh, I want to be a, want to be an engineer or a scientist, or even in the book, we got like way more like different things besides just a scientist or an engineer. And then the, the cool thing about STEM that I think a lot of people don't even realize is like a lot of things within science, technology, engineering, and math are coming about where you don't even need a four-year degree. Right. Mm. Experiences. You don't, you don't need a four year degree. I mean, yes, yes. Some roles you might uh, need a four year degree, but like the way that things are going and the way that the world is going, you have those certain skills. You, you might not even need a four year degree. So. Brother, man, I was I was looking at the book um, when I bought it and I'm I want to tell everybody this, the quality of this book. Is, is great. This makes a great gift for any young person that you know that is interested. And when I say young, I'm thinking about my, my daughter's age. When I bought the book, she was like eight years old. 
So that I think was like a great age for her. And even young, it could be even younger, it could be even a little older. But like, this is a great book for, for someone that you know, a child or adolescent who is interested in getting into this field. There's 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 areas we could color in it as well. And like, it's very thoughtful. Like you said, you were very intentional about this book. And so when I saw the book, I was like, yeah, I have to get you on because it was definitely something that I think a lot of people can benefit from. Listen, you got y'all can get it from Amazon as well. If and as well, but I would encourage you to get it from richinnovated.com and go and get it from his website directly. Uh, we want to make sure we also support uh <laughs> support the brother, all the all the things that he's doing. So so yeah, go ahead and go to richinnovated.com for that information and go ahead and grab it. So that yeah. way you can be able to bless uh and somebody that you know, you know, this is really good stuff here. And I want to put it down down here so people could see it. As well, sometimes we need to really see it, but richnovated.com, again, richnovated.com, and you'll be able to see not just that book that we talked about earlier, but his other book, Engineer Your Way. All right, so we're about to transition over to the Q&A portion of this conversation. So we love you, LinkedIn. Unfortunately, if you want to ask any questions, you have to go over and you see it in the ticker in the below, youtube.com forward slash at tech niche tips that's youtube.com forward slash at tech niche tips to be able to be a part of the q a portion you'll be able to ask them anything about mindset about being an author some of you want some people want to write books and they don't know how to go about doing that we could talk about imposter syndrome there's so many things that we could talk about because <laughs> he kind of hinted on that a little bit earlier as well go ahead write your questions below or we're going to transition the conversation over to youtube.com forward slash at techniche tips for the remainder of this conversation. And like I said, it's gonna be a live Q&A happening right then and there. So you don't want to miss it. Don't delay. Definitely encourage you to go ahead and jump on, uh, jump on that. But before we do, before we do that, Rich, is there anything you wanted to say for those that let's say they like, hey, I've been thinking about transitioning into this field or i could see myself in the science technology engineering or mathematic mathematics field but i don't know some i just i don't there's something that my, me that tells me that i'm i'm not fit for this what would you say to that person or that individual wow wow yeah i mean i would say and then kind of going back to transferable skills right when you overall and look at your entire life right your entire life. For example, me in high school, I was a party promoter. <laughs> I was a party promoter <laughs> in high school. And I look at that was actually a transferable skill to what I'm doing today. Because yeah. as a party promoter, I had to be a problem solver to figure out how we're going to get like different teenagers to the like different spot that we we, we have in, right? So when you kind of look at I really I literally, and this is why I call my, you know, my name my organization STEM Plug. I look everything in life is science, technology, engineering, and math. So when you look at it with that mindset, it's like, why can't you? If it's if it's entire life, why can't you just plug into it if it's something that you found that you're interested in? And then a lot of times we get intimidated by things and it's like the harder, you just got to go for it. Like for even for me, right? You, we, you ask me all these questions about how did you become an engineer and different stuff like that? If I would have had that mindset of just like, oh, I can't be an engineer because I don't have an engineering degree or I don't have direct engineering experience. And mm-hmm. I never even applied to the, um, you know, uh, automation engineer position I applied to in robotics. 
I would have been, I would have lost out on all this, all this experience and different things I've done in the past five years. So you just gotta just look look at life in a different way. Just understand and look at it as like literally all the skills that everything I'm talking about everything that you've done in life it can be transferred into a technical room or something like that. So yeah, that's kind of what I would share, bro. Love it, love it, man. Hey y'all, there's so much more that we're gonna be talking about. So much more in store. So go ahead and lock in with us as we now transition to the other side of this conversation. Uh, go ahead, youtube.com. I see at the bottom there, and we'll see you on the other side. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm back again. You talked about Course Careers Technology Sales Course and what it did to change my life. Wait, there's more. Not only is it technology sales information technology courses as well, now there's human resources, customer success, UI, UX, and did I even mention that there also is software development as well? Front end, back end, and DevOps? Listen, this is something that you definitely want to take advantage of. So go ahead click that link. Don't forget there's a discount from me if you click that link. And I hope to see you on the other side. Do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're just at the same place in your career and you don't really see a way out? This is a great time for you to take it to the next level. Level Careers is a course that I've been talking about for some time. From account executive and even sales engineering, there are courses that can help you propel from where you are now to where you want to go. Check out the link below. Use my promo code Joseph10 and check out the free courses, whether that's the SOC Analyst course, the Account Executive course, or the Sales Engineer course. Take your career to the next level. All right, y'all, we're back. And right before we go on, I just want to say thank you for the word from our sponsors. If you were here early, we had Learnful. That is, uh, a, a, I guess, yeah, it's it more like a mastermind boot camp, really focused on mindset, like we talked about today, that really helps people in the pre-sales arena get into roles by working really on mindset and skill development. Uh, Nigel, a principal, a principal SE at HubSpot, that's his his group and his course as well you can check that out link is in the description if you are with us on youtube and for those that are interested in anything where it comes to tech sales or it comes to even being in software development course careers has different packages and different things at a very reasonable price ranging from 500 to 700 uh in regards to getting into these industries and learning what it means to get the base knowledge so that you could be able to go ahead and get in the industry and then from there you'll be able to scale and speaking of scaling, that's where Level Careers comes in because it helps you not only transition to being an account executive if you're in tech sales, a SOC analyst if you're in IT, or a sales engineer, but it really has a community there as well. Um, really good people. Kevin Dorsey teaches that course as well. So you definitely want to get involved with that. Josh McAdore, he teaches as well for the IT and SOC analyst course for Course Careers and Level Careers. So you know you're in good hands. Go ahead and check those things out as we move into the Q&A portion of this conversation. And so right now, y'all, we are about to get into it. Uh, but I want to go back to something that, you know, you've kind of been hinting on it a little bit in your questions, but I want to get a little bit more direct. Where was there a moment that you felt like you had imposter syndrome and an account that you can remember? And how did you overcome that? I and mean, obviously it's a mindset, you worked on that, but like a real life scenario where you're like, man, um, this is, I don't know <laughs> what I did just now while I'm here, I, but Lord, yeah. let me get out of this. Yeah, nah, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be honest, bro. Like, so probably my, like when I first graduated college, um, 
No, honest, so honestly, so the imposter syndrome for me probably came first when, so I went to an HBCU, like I said, I went to the, went to the all, I call it the all route uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina, shout out to the all. Um, so in 2013, I did a, uh, I did a summer, uh, summer internship um, at a university of Southern California. And, you know, like I said, I went to an HBCU, all, all, all black, black students. I'm from North Philly. So I, I, when I first did this internship, like I was the only like black person at, at the uh, internship. It was like environmental science. So I kind of had a little bit of imposter syndrome at that moment because I was just like, like started had a moment like, dang, did they like select me by accident or something? Like what's, what's going on? I, I didn't know. Right. So that was my, my first time. And then also like probably after I graduated in 2015 as a scientist, um, I definitely had a, I definitely had some imposter syndrome that would come in from time to time where I'd just be like, wow, like, um, you know, like I'm the only person that, that, that looked like me here and things like that. Um, but honestly, my imposter syndrome, I would say really, well, as, when I was a scientist, really, I, I really had a lot of imposter syndrome. So from like my early career, from like 2015 to like 2018, I really had a lot of imposter syndrome. But one of the things that really helped me was just like community, right? Um, so I know as I left from being a scientist to an engineer, I actually joined the uh, National Society of Black Engineers. Um, so shout out to Nesby, joined the Nesby chapter um, down here in North Carolina, and I've been part of it ever since. And I've been, you know, part of Nesby on a higher level and like the our regional level and stuff like that. Um, so really now joining really a community of like engineers and different people that are doing all this stuff where it really helped me with my, um, my my imposter syndrome and also kind of like gave me that confidence as well. So that's something that really helped me is just like community, right? Um, so yeah, that, that definitely that definitely helped me. And then just kind of going back to it um, as well, getting to the point where just like really embracing everything that I, everything that I am, right? And not looking at the opportunity of, oh, I'm the only one in the room. I'm looking at it as I am the room. Right. So I switched up my mindset, mm. switched up my thinking. I'm not, I'm not, you feel me? So, and that, that's, that's, that's what really helped me. We are the table. Like you we said, are we the table. are the table. We are the table. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Y'all. So go ahead, put your questions below. Don't be shy. I, at times like these, when, when people are, when the, when the chat gets quiet, it's because people are really thinking. They're like, man, you, you hit something. You hit a couple of things that got people really kind of like, oh, man. Um, so go ahead and put your questions in the comment section below. But I want to go back to something that you said earlier regarding automation, because looking at your background, being an automation engineer, um, and, and you, I know you broke that down earlier in regards to what it is, but even, even beyond that, um, what are some, because you talked about the future, like what are some careers that in the STEM arena that you think people should be looking at in regards to I should probably start working towards this now because in the future, the demand for it will be very high. And if I'll probably be sitting in a good position based off your opinion, of course. Yeah. I would definitely say, man, anything in like AI or like data science, man, I feel like that's the future, bro. Like even going into like when I was saying like, um, you know, kids might need a, a degree in the future. I, I really feel like in the next, like, and this might just be me saying this, but I really feel like in the next, like maybe like seven to 10 years, it might be shorter than that. I feel like 
students might can get a data science job like right out of high school. Ooh. Not the right training. I, that's kind of how I feel because there's so many companies that are looking to scale that need to like, you know, analyze data, different stuff like that within AI. Um, so I really would say like the, the data science field um, is really a great, a great area to go into because anything with data science and AI um, also really kind of going into um, now looking at that skill of being a, being a problem solver as well. Right. So like there's so many, I would say tech jobs where like, you don't have to be, you don't have to be tech tech, like know how to code, but you got, if you got that mindset, you know how to solve problems. You can be able to make a nice career within, uh, within STEM. So I, I really see a lot of that kind of coming about in the future. That's like kind of a good area to uh, kind of dive into. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I, it's so funny you say that because actually I work in the AI space as well. Um, and what we do is we pretty much have technology that infuses within contact centers, whether it's, you know, collections, whatever the case may be. And I mean, I can dive deeper into it. That's another conversation. But it really is funny because about seven years ago, the company was knocking that bell like, hey, AI, AI. And everybody's like, what? And now it's like everybody's like everybody's saying, quote unquote, that they're doing AI but not really a lot of people are doing custom real-time AI, you know? Mm. Um, and so it's very it's very different. It's not bespoke all the time. Sometimes it's keyword-based and all this other stuff that they got going on. Yeah. So even understanding those nuances within the space will set you apart. And so I want to go back to that data science. Definitely, uh, definitely like I just wanted to add to that, man, like even to the AI point, right? Like I went to this conference called AI4 back in Vegas in August and like, you know, um, just like the biggest, one of the biggest AI conferences in in, um, in the country. And um, mm. it wasn't many people that looked like us that was there, be real. And I feel like, you know, just having diverse minds and diverse thinking is important in these fields in AI, because like now you can tell like a lot of stuff within AI is it's not it's not thought of and curated to, to, to people like us, right? So we yeah. really need those, those diverse minds and that diverse thinking that could kind of like help, you know, really um, make make that stuff more uh, more feasible. So. Yeah, and even in conversations I've had with people that are creating or behind this AI, it's intrinsic bias seeps in, yeah. right? And it's not on purpose, you know, oftentimes, but it's just who's creating these LMs, these large language models, who are the ones that are behind it? Yep. They're not us. <laughs> so it's going to have, it's kind of, it's going to kind of curve a certain way. So that's a really good point. Um, and I think that we could definitely dive into that more, but I want to go back to something you said about data scientists. You believe that, that high schoolers <laughs> could literally leave high school and jump into that. I'm just curious. Cause I'm, I'm like, I, I never thought about that before. It's going to go Boy. viral. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, bro. I, I, I just, I, I personally believe, for example, I, I, if it's the right high schooler that knows how to like really build relationships, you know, that's that's one of the most mm. things in life is building relationships. Right. So, for example, like I know I've been a mentor with a, a first robotics team down here in North Carolina. Shout out to the Cyber Bears, all black uh, high school robotics team in, in Raleigh. Um, but these kids, like even within like first robotics, right, they're able to do different robotics competitions while they're in high school and there's different companies that's there that's able to um maybe they might be donating different um 
different equipment to the to the kids so they can build a robot stuff like that but the kids are able to now really even build relationships with these different companies and see different things like that so if yes. it's a high schooler that's able to you know have a have a forward thinking mind right you have that forward thinking mind and you have on your on your idea of that's what you want to do and you're able to build those relationships I mean, yeah. I think it, I think, it, I think it's feasible. I think it could happen, especially with so many like startup companies that's out here. You mm. know, hey, maybe yeah. STEM plug, STEM plug might have a data science role open for for a high school student. Hey, hey, Come yeah. on now, who, who 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 knows? Who knows? So that, yeah. mm. well, but I, I'm, not, it- I'm not I'm not trying to say like <clears throat> I don't encourage college because college was definitely yeah. a great experience for me. But I'm just I'm just saying like. No, I, I feel you. That's why you originally made it because you 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 literally created a. You probably could be creating a new stream right there <laughs> to be the plug to be the plug literally the step plug to get these high schoolers into these companies who are really gifted and able to do it. Now, yeah. one thing though, I and listen, y'all. If y'all don't have any questions, I'm gonna keep on talking until time's up because I got some questions now that we have this conversation rolling. I'm thinking about our young people who have grown up in the time that they've grown up. Like I grew up with a cell phone, but I had the Nokia block, right? I like, I had, my phone was Snake. My games were Snake, right? My games were, you know, uh, our games were like that. And so this generation has grown up with phones, with social media and a lot of different areas, but lack a lot of social skills in regards to connecting and even communicating. Uh, It's very hard to get my 60 year old sometimes even look me in the eye sometimes. Our oldest one. <laughs> um, and but I think a lot of that has to do with just the overwhelming wave or avalanche that they're experiencing with these screens. So how do you how would you say or what would your encouragement be to those that may have a young person? Um, they have they're gifted, they're smart. Like don't go back to our oldest one. He's he hasn't. He's has. We tra- we moved to New Jersey. We went to a school out here. He hasn't missed honor honor roll since he's been in the seventh grade, and he barely like he barely brings homework home. He just he does it before he gets home, right? Uh, or he might do a project like late at night, and he hasn't missed the honor roll. They're gifted, but they lack the social skills. How how would you say for somebody that feel that is in that place? place to overcome because like you said they need those relationships against these companies but they lack the social skills that could be holding them back yeah bro that that's ah that's 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 a that's a tough one that's that's an interesting question man and that's really um something that i think about as well uh because like i you know even within stem plug like i'm at the point now with like you know with i have the book diverse in stem but we're also now and the and at the point of like you know brainstorming different um technologies to, to scale our message even more and um but i also go to the point of just like how to really help you know children or different things be able to interact in social settings like you said right um so i i really i would really say of just like being able to put them in environments and, and put them in real life situations where they can like really start to critically think right I, I think that will kind of like really help with things as well. Um, but also like I, I hate to say this, but sometimes we gotta we gotta meet meet kids where they're at, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we gotta yeah. we gotta meet them where they're at. Cause I, I mean I I go I go through it as well, just like how, how you were saying of just like uh 
you know, how can you really help with those those social skills? But um, yeah, I would really say, man, just sometimes we gotta sometimes we gotta embrace it and, and meet them where they're at, but also have have that uh, you know, have that uh that end in mind as well of where, okay, now can I really help them critically think. I know they're all into technology. They don't want to. They don't want to. Um, they don't want to put this down. But how can I make sure that this is actually still making them critically think? And that's the, mm. that's the biggest thing, right? Being able to being able to now take something that you see and you're able to to actually uh, critically think about it. It's not just like giving you the answer, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I think. Question. Go ahead. No, I said I hope that answered your question. <laughs> hey, no, I think it's a good it's a good conversation piece to have because we're growing in a world. These are our, the, our teenagers, our children. They're the leaders of tomorrow and today. So we have to like equip them for the next generation, uh, the next generation of leadership that they're going to be going into. Uh, but sometimes, as, as every generation, they look back and they say, "Oh my gosh, I'm concerned because of X, Y, and Z." But they, our parents, <laughs> did the same thing about us. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's always it's always something, right? So that's why you know that, and that's where the problem solving stuff comes in, right? Of just mm -hmm. like even at the moment now, where I'm trying to see about like within STEM, I'm trying to see the engagement piece, right? So now, how can you how can you fill that gap with anything that a child might be interested, they might be have an interest in a certain things, just to having conversations with them to help them critically think, okay, like. How can you now fill that gap? You're interested in this. Yeah. Where where is it maybe a problem in there? Maybe where can you now fill that gap? And then that's how that's how a creator starts, right? Understanding how you know and looking forward to be a disruptor. Like I know STEM plug, I, I consider myself a dis disruptor of what I'm, you know, how I'm trying mm -hmm. to bring engagement into STEM and stuff like that. But that's that's innovation, you know. Yeah. Being being disruptive is innovation, right? You're not going. You're not doing it same exact way as it's already been done mm. right so yeah yeah i like that i like that well yeah. what my last question um <laughs> and if the audience has a question they could chime in but this is my last question for you you've obviously going through that networking piece uh, actually let me put just put it up here because tech told you the response he said my problem is parents don't try to push their kids in stem, the stem direction yeah, yeah, I agree. Like I've 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 been. <laughs> he wants to be a graphic designer. I don't know if that kind of ties into yeah, <laughs> ties into technology, right? Um, yeah. But even so, I want I want him to kind of experience enough within this world so that he'd be like, you know what? I thought I want a graphic design, but really, I like UI UX. You know, like like you know what I mean? Like just kind of being able to kind of get a little taste of everything. I think it's important for our kids to get that taste. But how do they get that taste? If they're not put into the environment or the opportunity, like you said, to try, you yeah. know, yeah, and, and kind of going to that that statement of parents don't yeah. push children into the STEM direction, right? I think it all goes into the model of just like when we think of STEM, we think of everything is so hard, right? Mm. So a parent is like, I don't want to push my child into this. Like this is too hard for them. Like you know, that this they're not going to be into this. This is too hard. So mm. that's what STEM plug is trying to try is 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 doing right. We're making it, you know, engaging through through books or through our podcast that different people are able to get on. And now you're able to see them share their life story. You able to hear on one of my episodes, you were able to hear from a, a bridge designer. Right. But the way he's yes. able to break it down, you like, wow, like I didn't know it was maybe that uh simple to be a, a bridge designer or something like I didn't know it was that that cool. Right. Yeah. 
but that's why I said it all goes into the to the mindset, right? So, um, but yeah, that that is that is something that uh, is important as well as with the parents, right? Because like you can easily like maybe teach them into the school, but once they get home, if the parents ain't maybe following up for it, you know, mm. where 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 does it go, right? So it, yeah. it's a uh, it's a journey with trying to get that all to all together, but you know, yeah. I was gonna actually when you're talking, remind me of this quote from Leonardo da Vinci that says simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. If you could like <laughs> if you break it down in a way that's simple, um, yeah. then that shows exactly. like man, this is so you you got this, you got this. Exactly. Um my my last question <clears throat> for you is you have speaking about networking and connections, you obviously have done a great job of leveraging your your skills and the, the things that you have developed over the years in regards to books and things of that nature to catapult you into ted talks and being interviewed by different publications different news outlets how are you able to leverage that because some people might not realize but but listen y'all this he's connected right <laughs> there's a lot of things and opportunities that have come his way how are you able to leverage the two yeah it, it really goes from the, the and I'm going back into mindset, right? Um, everything that I do, I'm looking to give value. I'm not looking to get anything in return. So even getting on your platform, I just wanted to mm. give value. I wasn't looking for anything in return. So everything that I'm, that I'm doing, I'm really looking to give value. So even with my, my TED Talk, I mean, I'm not going up there talking about STEM plug or talking about different books that I have out i'm talking about transferable skills that i've transferred in my life that now people can look at their life and look like oh wow i can really take different uh skills that i had and i didn't even know i can maybe translate this to something else right so really having that mindset of being just adding value to people that's how I, that's how i look at my life is how can i add value not what can i take from somebody else and then just looking at life like that the opportunities come to me tenfold Right. So just having in a mindset like that of just giving value, the value comes back to me. So, yeah, I love that mindset. Don't look to take looking for opportunities to give, looking for opportunities to be a problem solver. That's fantastic, my brother. I really appreciate you saying that. Rich debated. So glad to have you on the show. I love that you were able to share so much valuable tidbits. If you all appreciate it, go ahead and put a clap emoji in the chat. Let us know that you appreciate this conversation. Go ahead and connect with Rich Novated on LinkedIn, as well as you can go to his website, richnovated.com. I'm going to put it up here again in case you did not see it, but richnovated.com. So you can purchase either book, Engineer Your Way, or Diversity in STEM. Uh, you could go ahead and purchase those books on his website. He also has other gear as well. He has a hat as well as yeah. other things there as well. So you want to definitely check in, lock in with him. And Rich, I just want to say thank you again for being a part of the show. Uh, and for those that have liked what you have seen so far, go ahead and subscribe not only to my podcast here at Tech Niche Tips, where you can find your home in tech, um, but also go ahead and, again, he has a podcast as well that you could i believe it's called a stem plug as well it's called a stem plug podcast um, yeah we just talked plug, about yeah. earlier we on uh apple podcast spotify uh you know youtube amazon music um so yeah really like i said just just added added value so you know i i have 
different uh, guests that plug in and share their story within STEM and share, you know, subjects related to STEM. Um, yeah. Just kind of just plug in. So, yeah, definitely uh, plug in with that for sure. Love it. Love it. Y'all, appreciate you like always. Thank you so much for rocking with us. Until next time, I hope to see you on the other side. Take care, family.